Hi, my name is Katie, and I'm the best friend of the president's son. You may think that being friends with such a person is awesome, but that's not true at all, and here's why. Before meeting the president's family, I was just an ordinary girl, just like any other girl in my city. I went to high school and worked as a delivery girl in the evenings because I needed extra pocket money. My life was a series of quiet and calm days until everything changed. One evening, I was delivering a package, and when I was about to cross the road, I noticed a strange guy who hid his face under a cap and sunglasses. At the same time, he didn't take his eyes off his smartphone and went straight along the road towards the cars without looking at the traffic lights. There were many people around, but I was the only one who reacted. Without hesitation, I roughly took the guy by the shoulders and pulled him so hard that both of us fell to the sidewalk. Meanwhile, a car drove by half a meter away from us. The stranger was completely shocked by what had happened. At first, he lay on the sidewalk and nervously looked around. Then he thanked me quickly and hurried away. I was a little annoyed at this guy's carelessness because when I fell, I landed right on the package. It was hopelessly damaged, which meant that I wouldn't be paid for it. I didn't even want to give it like that, but according to the rules, I still had to deliver it to the addressee, no matter what state it was in. Of course, I wasn't paid for the order. Moreover, I lost all my pocket money because I had to pay off the heavy fine for the property damage. The day was completely ruined. In the evening, my whole family drew round the table, but dinner was interrupted by the doorbell ringing. When I opened the door, I saw a young guy. I hardly recognized the weirdo who crossed the road against the traffic lights. I let him in, and then he officially introduced himself. His name was Robert, and he turned out to be the president's son. At first, I didn't even believe him and thought that it was just a stupid prank. He saw my reaction, smiled, and showed his ID. I was so surprised that I couldn't even say a word. And while I was standing there shocked by the fact that that afternoon I had saved the president's son, he told my parents about my feat. Robert considered me a true hero, and he wanted to thank me for saving him. That's why he ordered to figure out my identity and my exact address using footage from the street cameras. Robert said that he would be very pleased if I came to visit him tomorrow and accept an award from the entire presidential family as an expression of gratitude. I nodded and agreed because I simply couldn't refuse such a person. The next day, I came to visit Robert. The president handed me a letter of gratitude and a check for $1 million. There was also a journalist who interviewed me and took some photos with Robert's family and the check I received. Robert seemed to be a very sociable and nice person, and we had a lot in common. I was surprised when I found out that he had no friends at all. I even felt sorry for him because he turned out to be a very lonely person. We exchanged phone numbers and kept in touch. The meeting with the president's family didn't go unnoticed, and when they learned about it at school, I was in the spotlight. I used to have a few friends before, but now everyone wanted to be friends with me. All the hype was a little frightening, but I won't deny the fact that I even liked such a life. However, I liked to communicate with Robert most of all. We texted each other almost every day. Sometimes he found time to meet me and spend an evening together. 
we had heart-to-heart talks or engaged in common hobbies. Robert was fond of the same things as me, namely collecting various robots from construction kits. It's rather weird, but we like creating new things. And we were both very embarrassed of our hobby. Since childhood, I liked to do arts and crafts. When I got my first construction kit, I began to assemble robots that I came up with in my head. I was embarrassed to admit it to anyone because they could start laughing at me and only my parents knew about it. Robert's case was even worse because even his parents didn't know that he secretly created robots in the evenings and played with them and then hid them in a secret section of his closet. When he was a child, his father treated his hobby like normal, but when Robert was 12 years old, his father took the construction kit away from him, saying that his son was too old for children's games. Robert said that in the future he would like to create interesting models of robots for children, but his father made him engage in politics, hoping that in the future his son would be able to become president as well. Thanks to this hobby and trust in each other, we gradually got closer and became best friends who could chat about anything or brag about another assembled robot. However, there were disadvantages in this friendship as well. Once, we decided to take a walk in the park, and that walk became fatal for us because suddenly, some masked people came running to us from behind the bushes and began to threaten us with guns. Tall men in formal suits appeared literally out of nowhere on a dime and surrounded us to protect us. A couple of shots rang out, and the attackers were rounded up at once. I was really scared, but Robert apparently had been there before because he stayed calm. Apparently, being the president's son is not as awesome as it might seem. According to Robert, they tried to kidnap him several times, but always failed because he always had security. And on the day I saved his life, there were no bodyguards close enough to Robert as they were waiting for him in the limousine across the street. They were immediately fired for such negligence. That day, I feared for my life for the first time ever and realized that the president's friends are also in danger if they are close. Robert understood it as well and said that everything would be fine, but unfortunately, he was wrong. I was going to spend time with my family over the weekend. Suddenly, the door to the house fell with a bang. Masked people with guns ran into the living room. We had no time to do anything and we had to do what they said. The robbers asked for the check of $1 million, and they were determined to get it at any cost. We never had time to cash it, and Dad carefully gave them the piece of paper they came for. In the end, the robbers took a few more valuables and ran away. The police helped us quickly find the criminals, who once used to be close friends of the family. When Robert found out about it, he helped us to compensate for all the damage done, although we never asked for that. But he still couldn't do one thing. He couldn't change the public opinion. After the robbery, all of our neighbors and some acquaintances began to avoid us for some reason. As a result, Robert remained my only friend, but I was always at risk with him. Even my parents had a lot to bear because they started receiving threatening letters at work. To put it mildly, their bosses weren't happy with it because my parents couldn't focus on their duties due to stress, so they missed a lot of deadlines. Soon, gross violations were found in their reports, so they had to quit the work they had done for so many years. 
so my whole family was in a terrible situation. Of course, we had a lot of money and we were acquainted with the president's family, but it was the cause of all of our problems. Once I had a meltdown, I couldn't take it anymore and told Robert about all of these problems. It hurt me to say that being friends with him was causing so much trouble, and I was really sorry that it would have to end. For some reason, I was sure that Robert would begin to take revenge on me for such words, but he understood and even offered a deal. Robert decided to help us move to another city so that the bad people couldn't find us. He talked about it with his dad. He agreed to pay for the move and offered my parents a good job. All I had to do was stay friends with Robert at least remotely because he needed a good friend like me. We got used to each other and such an agreement suited both of us. My parents didn't hesitate and agreed because we were scared even to go to the store in our city. Moreover, the security at our house reported suspicious individuals every now and then. They managed to catch the criminals several times. It took us very little time to pack up. Now we live in the north of the country in a town surrounded by snow-capped mountains. Despite the fact that it is far away from any city, life is still in full swing here, which made us very happy. On the recommendations of the president, my parents made it to the upper post at a large company in the town, and I went to the local school without any problems. We communicate with Robert, and sometimes he comes to visit me, but secretly so as not to cause me trouble again.